Hello, my name is Monique Camella. I am a trauma-informed feminine empowerment, self-love and relationships coach. I created the Good Girl Unleashed podcast as a way to support you on your journey to liberating yourself from limiting beliefs, trauma, suppression, so that we can all come home and live authentically and unapologetically. I support my clients and my community with resolving trauma, releasing suppressed emotions in a safe, supportive way that allows them to reconnect to their authentic self and create a deeply fulfilling life and rich, nourishing relationships. I'm so grateful that you're here. Let's dive into today's episode. When you have low self-worth or the belief that I'm not good enough. It really affects the way that you show up for yourself and for others. So many of us that are struggling with that low self-worth are also going to be struggling with practicing self-love and self-care. And we're also going to be struggling to fully show up in our relationships because deep down we don't feel worthy of those relationships We fear that they're going to find out that we're not good enough and validate that core belief, which can be incredibly terrifying because what we're craving is that love and acceptance and belonging from a really young age. So really it's a part of us that is often from childhood or from an intense emotional experience that told us or gave us the message that we aren't good enough or I'm not worthy, I'm not lovable. And a lot of these were very subtle messages that we received from childhood, but it could have also been in adolescence or another time in your life where maybe someone left or someone said something and we made that experience mean something about ourselves. And from that place, we created layers that validated that belief more and more. So we had this core belief of I'm not worthy, I'm not good enough. And then we started to show up in that way, showing up and acting out the belief that I'm not good enough, which actually unconsciously or unintentionally creates more situations that are going to strengthen that belief. Because where our focus goes is where energy flows, regardless of if we're aware of it or not. So we may not even be fully aware of how deep this belief goes. We may have an inkling of it, we may be completely oblivious to it. But for many of us, at the core of our stuff is the belief that I'm not enough. And then we'll show up in ways of maybe where people-pleasing or self-sacrificing, overgiving giving so much to the detriment of ourselves because we don't actually feel worthy that we have to almost kind of do all this stuff to prove ourselves but when we're coming from that place there's this energy that we transmit that is saying to others I'm not worthy I'm not good enough and it can actually become an energy that pushes people away Sometimes it's even us that pushes people away. The, the self-sabotaging that comes through 
or putting these protective mechanisms of kind of keeping everyone at arm's length, keeping our heart shut off, wearing masks so we're not able to be fully seen. And you may find that when you're not really allowing your true self to be seen, it's actually really hard for people to connect with you because you're not actually being you. You're being this kind of masked version where people don't fully feel safe to be with you or be able to connect with you or they don't even feel safe to be themselves because you aren't able to be yourself. So it really can affect in so many layers and many of us because we are craving this love, this acceptance, this connection, we're looking for that external love because we haven't yet learned how to find that love and connection within ourselves. But until we do, it's really challenging to find deep, true connection with another. Because if we're not able to fully connect with ourselves, we're not fully able to connect with someone else. So we can appreciate someone, we can love someone, but until we truly connect and love our, connect with ourselves and love ourselves, it's going to be really challenging to have that depth of connection with someone else. And so this can show up in many ways of sometimes we start to self-sabotage so much that we also start to see the lack in others. So maybe we have been with someone for a little while, we have a friend or someone in our life that we start to see their lack or how they're not showing up or areas where we feel like maybe they're not good enough and we can start to project from that deep wounded place of I'm not enough and so we start to see the not enoughness all around us we see scarcity all around us we see how our partner isn't showing up for us and how they're not doing the thing and we can start to push people away and almost validate our right to leave a situation, to leave a relationship, when maybe that's not actually our deepest desire. So for myself, there are many ways that I showed up from that place of unworthiness, from that place of I will never be enough. And one aspect of that is like overdoing, overachieving, trying to be better and to prove myself overgiving, self-sacrificing, feeling like I have to give so much because deep down I just didn't feel like I was enough. So I was like, well, if I give enough stuff or enough things, if I do enough, maybe then they'll think I'm enough. But regardless of what they think, if I don't have that belief, it's not going to matter because I've got people in my life and I've always had people in my life that have seen my enoughness, that have seen my goodness and my kindness and have really connected with me. But even so, I was not able, I still wasn't able to feel it. So no matter how much external validation I got, I still didn't feel like I was enough and I still felt like I had to go above and beyond. Or if I met someone that was validating it, it was too much to handle, it was too intense. Or I was like, I just don't vibe with this person I just can't be around this person and I would just jump from group to group then there's also like the the people that maybe I really wanted to be around or the people that I kind of put on a pedestal or someone that I wanted to date where I was like 
oh, I'm just, I'm not enough, I'm not pretty enough, I'm not smart enough, I'm not this enough, and so I wouldn't even put myself out there. So there were areas where I was like overdoing, overtrying, overgiving, and then others where I was just completely hiding away. Areas where I felt like I had to put different masks on in order to fit in, in order to be loved and accepted, but regardless of if I was accepted into that group, I didn't feel like I belonged. Because that deep wound that said, you're not enough, you're not good enough, you're not worthy, all these things you're never going to fit in, that was there regardless of what was happening externally. Because what we realize is that it's our internal world that is reflecting outward and creating or co-creating our external reality. So what you're feeling or believing inside is what you're going to see outside regardless of if it's the absolute truth. And so another way that this has shown up for me is finally finding someone that stuck around. So my current partner who has stuck stuck with me through a lot of ups and downs, a lot of lessons and struggles, when in the past a lot of people would leave, it was just... I guess too much for them or they didn't have the capacity to hold space for what I was moving through and so I finally found someone and I was kind of almost in like a state of denial or shock and it was almost like unconsciously I was testing him to see if he would leave and I was confused as to why he was staying it didn't make sense to me but a lot of this was happening all the things that I've shared with you a lot of it for a long time was happening unconsciously. I didn't even know it was there. What I was experiencing was anxiety, depression, shutdown, fear, panic, overthinking what I was going to say, feeling like, like almost impulsively having to do things or give things and then later feeling like, oh, I didn't actually want to do that or I didn't actually want to give that. Why did I do that? And then I go into shame cycles. So This is what I was experiencing, a lot of self-shame, a lot of self-judgment, that negative self-talk, the feeling like I had to overachieve of, I had to go to uni because no one else in my family had. And that didn't even really resonate for me, it was just kind of the conditioned thing that you're meant to do in order to have a good life. But also I was like, I have to prove myself. If I do this, it means I'm better, I'm good enough, I'm worthy, I'm this. Uni didn't work out for me. And then so I went down these other paths and I've always kind of had this like entrepreneur spirit without any clue of how to actually navigate all of that. So this is really how it was showing up on a maybe more conscious level. But on an unconscious level, it was like the overgiving to self-detriment it was having that deep feeling of I'll never be enough it was hiding away wearing masks and showing up as different versions that I thought would be more accepted it was shaming and wronging and shutting down the parts of me that I felt wouldn't be accepted and it's how we create the shadow self and those fragmented selves, the inner children that get pushed into the darkness until we embark on this journey and start to 
bring those parts of us back into light, back into wholeness, back into acceptance. So coming back to how this was showing up maybe in more recent years was in my relationship of testing my partner and seeing what it would take to get him to leave because it didn't make any sense to me why anyone would want to be around me, why anyone would want to stick around. So I almost was like testing how far can I go and that took me down some pretty dark paths and somehow we made it through that that darkness and continued navigating that journey but then I started to see kind of after the honeymoon phase ended and we'd hit a lot of challenges, a lot of triggers, a lot of conflict, we'd just left the Gold Coast and I started to see all the lack in him, all the ways that he wasn't good enough, all the ways that he wasn't showing up, all the things he wasn't doing, all the things he was doing that I didn't like. And I started to prove to myself that this wasn't the relationship for me. So I started almost like gearing myself up to leave. He wasn't going to leave, then I was. Because I didn't feel safe to be in a relationship. And that might be another podcast episode, how to feel safe in your relationship. I'd love to hear from you and know what you would like to hear about if that's something that resonates for you. Um, and so as my journey continued, I realized that I was find, looking for my escape because I didn't know how to receive the love that he was able to give me. I didn't feel worthy. I didn't feel good enough. I didn't feel deserving. I felt confused. It just felt so foreign, unfamiliar and unsafe. It felt unsafe for me to receive love. And so I pushed it away, not only from him, but from me. So I was so deeply struggling with practicing self-love. So I really had to go on my own self-love journey and create that inner safety within myself in order to open up my heart to him. And so it was quite a deep journey of actually putting us to the side for a period of time whilst staying in the relationship I was like well right now I really need to focus on me and rebuilding that relationship to me in order to have a relationship to him and so it kind of felt like we were like this beautiful tree and I've spoken about this before when we kind of branch apart and it was like one of those times where I consciously chose to branch apart to go within to do the work I needed to do in order to heal the relationship and so what I found was self-love was actually really challenging but if we start small recently I had someone reach out and bring something to my awareness that was really really powerful and also a big part of my journey and it was what if self-love is such a leap what if that is just too far for me to even comprehend how do I get there how do I increase self-worth how do I even get to self-like and I found this such a powerful question and so true because yeah sometimes where we are at is so far or what feels so far from self-love and it can be like how am I ever going to get there and it can be so overwhelming so challenging that instead of taking the next step we shut down, we numb out, we dissociate, we distract, we get super busy, we find ways to avoid 
that depth of sadness and grief and anger and pain of feeling so deprived of love and connection and belonging for so long. What I realized on my journey was that it had to be me that gave that love to me. I kept searching externally. It was not working. It had to come from within. And now that is something that I work with my clients with is how do we activate and bring forth that love from within? How do we activate the abundance of love? How do we activate that unconditional love that can only ever come from you? Because you may notice that a lot of the love around us is conditional. Because if we do a certain thing, if we start attacking our partner, becoming abusive, or if we go to a certain extent, eventually that person may break or leave. And I feel like I had this experience in my childhood when I realized love was conditional and it created this deep feeling of unsafety if I act a certain way if I say a certain thing I won't be loved and that was terrifying and life-threatening to me and it began the trajectory of that path that I have been on which led to the path of unraveling and becoming aware of where did this even begin And so if self-love feels like such a leap for you in this moment, I want to invite you to take baby steps and even start to shift your awareness of what is self-love or what is self-like, what is self-care and how can we start to see the worthiness that is already within you. We are not finding the worthiness from outside. We're not doing a certain thing or saying a certain thing in order to become worthy we already are worthy. So what we're doing is we're uncovering that. We're remembering that. So how do we do that? Well, I want to ask you a question. When you wake up in the morning, do you have a shower? Do you make yourself something to eat? Do you drink a glass of water? Do you go to work and earn money to pay for the things that you need, a roof over your head, food, anything else that you're investing in for self-care? Taking a shower is self-care. So if you do any of those things that I mentioned, or maybe there's something else that you do, maybe brushing your teeth, just something that's really simple that you do regularly, that is a form of self-care. And so if you're doing those things as a way of self-care, then there is part of you that sees that you're worthy of that. Otherwise, why wouldn't we just stay in bed all day? Why would we be here? Why would we be still walking this path? So there's part of us that knows deep down, deeper below the unworthiness, is the worthiness but sometimes it feels so buried deep it's like sometimes for me it feels like the pandora's box is all this this darkness and this stuff and this pain but right at the bottom of the box is that light and that light is within you and it's your journey 
of reconnecting to that light and allowing it to shine through you. And I can't tell you the amount of times that I have had that happen for me and I have been with clients and friends and family where I've been supporting them and sharing with them what I'm sharing with you and supporting them in healing and integrating the wounds and then all of a sudden this light comes through. Maybe I'm on a Zoom call and I'm, I'm with a client and there's been so many times where I've, I've seen that light or it's the end of a workshop and it's like, wow, when you walked in or when, when we began this journey together, you can actually see how that light has become really dim. And then even after a session or a few sessions, that light gets brighter and brighter and you can physically see it. It's mind-blowing. And I've experienced it for myself. I've felt it. I've seen it. I've seen it in the mirror. I've seen it in my clients. I've seen it in my partner where my energy shifts, where the way that I treat him shifts. I see it in my little boy when my heart is open. But it's when we do it's when we do that work for ourselves that 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 flame reignites, that light shines bright. We become more clear of who we are and what our journey is and what we're here for. And then maybe we expand from just like the the regular day-to-day things. Now we actually like, you know, I'm going to take myself for a massage or I'm going to go for a walk or I'm going to journal, I'm going to meditate, I'm going to do yoga, I'm going to do this course, I'm going to work with this mentor, I'm going to go on a retreat. You're investing in yourself and sometimes we still have layers and inklings and strands of the unworthiness wound, of the not good enoughness wound. But when we start to see, well, I'm buying myself food, I'm going on this retreat, I'm doing this thing for me. That is declaring to myself that I am worthy. I am good enough. When we start to take those masks off and discover who we are beneath it all, and we start to show up as that self, and we start to see how differently people respond to us, we're like, wow, why didn't I do this sooner? But there is a journey to go on. There is that fear and that uncertainty of, Will I be loved? Will I be accepted? How will people respond to me? Will I be too much? And you know what? Maybe for some you will. And that's okay. Because that's a redirection to your people, to your tribe. If a friend falls away, what if it's a redirection? If a job is no longer, what if that's a redirection? If you lose your house or some challenge, something where there's like that feeling of loss... What if it's a redirection? So maybe for now, it's just a shift in your awareness of when I step into this shower, I am taking care of me and in that I am declaring my worthiness. What if that was your affirmation for every day? When Just before you step into the shower, you say that to yourself. I am choosing to have this shower. I am choosing to bathe, to clean myself. I am choosing to take care of me in this moment. 
and I'm going to fully lean into that. I'm going to take care of myself in the shower. I am going to like lather that soap on me and just really enjoy this moment. This is my shower. This is my time. And I am declaring my worthiness. You don't have to feel the worthiness in the moment. You can still feel the unworthiness, but you can set the intention. You can declare, in this moment, I'm declaring my worthiness by having my shower, by taking care of me. I may not feel worthy right now, but I'm worthy enough to have a shower and to take care of me in this moment. When you have your food, when you're just about to eat, I'm blessing my food. I'm grateful for this food that I get to have, that I'm nourishing my body with. I'm nourishing my body with this food. And maybe it's not the most healthiest meal and maybe that can be contradicting for you. Maybe, you know what, this is my first step. I'm going to first express gratitude for the food that I have. I'm going to choose to bless this food and enjoy this food and know that This food is going to get me through the morning or the day. This is an act of self-care. This is a declaration of my worthiness. You just start to shift your inner dialogue. Come into gratitude for the fact that you have a roof over your head, that you get to listen to this podcast, that you've got the things that you've got in your life. You're investing in certain things. You're investing in the food that you have. You're investing in the roof that you have over your head. You're investing in these different ways which means on some level you believe you're worthy of those things and maybe that's where you start and as you feel this shift as you shift this dialogue and you start to feel differently you start to show up a little differently and then maybe you feel a little more worthy to invest in something else and it builds and it builds and it builds and then you Find new ways, new tools, new practices of self-love, of self-like, of self-care, of building that worthiness within you. And this is just the beginning. So what I noticed for me is it got to a point where the practices were only working to a point some of them actually started to not work for me anymore where I was going to my yoga and it just wasn't giving me the high or the goodness that I was feeling in the beginning and almost like the honeymoon phase of yoga ended or I was meditating and my mind just wouldn't stop thinking and it would get really frustrating and just different practices that sometimes worked and sometimes didn't or got to a point where it just didn't feel like it was working anymore. And for me, that was my redirection where I was like, I knew there was something more. And that led me into trauma integration work. And it began with breath work and it expanded from there, bringing in different practices and bringing in different styles of breath and somatic experiencing and different mentors that I've worked with, different retreats that I've gone on, different trainings and building up my toolbox that I now share with all of you and with my clients and I guide you on breath work and somatic experiencing journeys to support you in that trauma integration and I share this because I really felt like this was that next level for me 
where I couldn't get to the depth of love and connection and belonging that I was deeply craving without doing that deep integration work, discovering the wounds and the beliefs and the things like I said in the beginning that were unconsciously happening. I had to get to the root of why were these even happening? Why did I have these beliefs? Why was I showing up in these ways? Even today, I am still uncovering ways that I am showing up that are not serving me or my deepest desire or my relationship wounds and ways of thinking and believing and just like that next level that's available to me and so there is still work that I am doing for me and it's really mind-blowing the amount of work I've done over the past 12 years and and there's still more but it's it's very different now where it's not like oh I have to do more like what like I thought I dealt with this like it's shifted from that to like I get to dive into this more I get to expand more I get to access more love more connection deeper states of all of that I get to know myself on an even deeper level I get to help others on an even deeper level because everything I go through is almost like an initiation for what I'm here to offer and share and how I'm here to serve so it does have a there is a shift in the journey where it does become really enjoyable and exciting to do this work But in the beginning, it can feel draining and exhausting. And that's why I highly recommend working with someone, especially when you get to that time of delving into the trauma integration work. Because you'll find that there are are a lot of blocks to self-love or deeper states of self-love and acceptance and belonging where there's like trauma or wounds or beliefs that are so deep in the darkness, deep in our unconscious, in our body, like just buried so deep that we're unaware of. And so this kind of work can really support you in removing those blocks, clearing those blocks so that you can experience that self-love, so that you can experience a love in your partnership, in your friendships, that you can really show up as yourself and doing seeing how that doing that inner work will actually shift all of your relationships where you can have that depth of connection that you desire you can really navigate triggers with a lot more ease you get to the point where you don't even feel triggered as much because you've dealt with the roots of that trigger that that trigger is just no longer there you'll find that your inner dialogue shifts where you're no longer beating yourself up and then you're no longer seeing the lack in others because you see the abundance within you, the goodness within you, and you start to see that within others. You start to walk the talk and you become this bright light that not only guides the way for you, it supports the activation of the light within others, and we all start following that inner light. And so I want to leave you with this. There was a quote I was reminded of recently. If you give a person a fish, you feed them for a day. If you teach them how to fish, you feed them for life. So my intention here is to share with you how I learned 
to practice self-love. How I learned to <clears throat> open my heart and connect on a deeper level with others. To have those rich relationships. And my intention is to is to not give you that quick fix, but to give you the tools that you can use for life. Because this is a lifelong journey. And the thing is, once you learn those tools, once you start implementing and practicing that self-love and that self-care and that worthiness, you get to share that with others. And then they learn and then they share it. And it's like this beautiful pay-it-forward ripple effect that starts to shift all of humanity and this world. Thank you so much for being here. Sending you so much love, so much gratitude. And reminding you that you are not alone on this journey. If you do feel like you need further support, please reach out. You can email me at info at minutekamala.com. Sending you so much love. Have a beautiful day. Thank you so much for listening to the Good Girl Unleashed podcast. If you are loving this content, go ahead and subscribe to be notified of upcoming episodes. Please leave a five-star review to help me get these powerful teachings and practices to those who need it. If you would like to submit a question or would like to know more about how we can work together, send me an email to info at So much love to you, beautiful human. Until next time.